0: Hello, celebrity gossip enthusiasts. I'm Us Weekly's entertainment director, Travis Crodin and you're listening to Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood podcast. Today I am so lucky to be joined by my lovely, lovely co-host. She'll have a reposado on the rocks with Orange, Gwen Flamberg. I mean,
1: that is me. I wish that we could be <laughs> sipping little repo while we chat. And
0: poor baby girl, Sarah Huron is in the middle of a construction zone today, so she'll be back with us next week. Good luck in your building, Sarah. I hope she's picked up a hammer. (laughs) Well, we have lots of drama today. We have have a, a royal getting better. We have the messiest divorce that this world has ever seen, some uncut gems. We have a real housewife wanting another reality star to be her lawyer, a major, major book memoir detail that we have exclusive info on and a dancing with the stars alum running from a literal war-torn country. But before we get into all of this, let's start with our woes of the week. Gwen Flamberg, what made you go woe well this week?
1: Oh, it has everything to do with bling, Bling-a-ding-a-ding. Joey King got engaged this week to her longtime boyfriend friend and the kissing booth star debuted a 150k sparkler on her left hand everybody wants to be just like joey me too a little bit and you know who else got engaged this week sydney who? Sweeney from euphoria my favorite show
0: I those two actresses sort of remind me of each other right they both got the do- the doe eyes they have the, the big giant lips giant Ish. eyes giant lips and sort of relatable beauty
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Sydney Sweeney is a bombshell and she's a bombshell who happens to have like these incredibly critical acting chops. So I don't know. I never think of those two in the same vein, but hey, maybe they'll have a double wedding. Maybe we'll get lucky.
0: (laughs) Maybe they will. And 150K, not bad for an engagement ring. Well, my woe of the week was Julia Fox, throwing it back to about two weeks ago. She has said recently that her relationship to Kanye West has caused her to lose 15 pounds. Sign us up. Just kidding. Julia Fox said, (laughs) I tried my best to make it work. I already had a jam-packed life. And how do I fit this big personality into my already full life? It just wasn't sustainable. I lost 15 pounds that month. Of course the Uncut Jams star, she didn't said she didn't sign an NDA while dating Kanye, and only elements of their relationship were real. It definitely felt like I was his girlfriend, she said, but it also felt like I was cast in the role of his girlfriend, and he was casting me. He was the orchestrator of it all. It really did feel like a movie. Now us Weekly has obtained some intel. Oh, my video was not on. <laughs> I don't know how that happens. Okay. There he
1: is. There he is.
0: Um, Us Weekly has obtained some intel on this that the their relationship was actually a casting process. Julia Fox went through at least 12 auditions to be the rapper's girlfriend. She had zoom interviews, phone interviews with his manager, they had dinners together, this was a casting process. And I'm glad that there's no NDA so we can talk about this. But if you want to read all of the details about this wild relationship, grab the new issue of Us Weekly on Stance Now. It's right there on the cover.
1: Gwen, have you ever been cast as a girlfriend? i have never been cast as a girlfriend i have had to answer several questions however i don't think it was exactly a casting process but um this reminds me of tom cruise and how he would vet his paramours such as katie holmes etc and i don't know yeah i mean maybe kanye wants his church to kind of be on the level of Scientology at some point. Uh, Who were these people who were interviewing her? I mean, it's just kind of astounding to me. And also, like, who would go through that process just to date Cuckoo Kanye? well an actress
0: who's looking to you know get herself back in the spotlight she was sort of a cult favorite you know she was an actor's actor sort of under the radar and now she's dating kanye everyone in the country now knows her name so i guess it this worked. unpaid gig with lots of auditions <laughs> worked for her what? and she lost 15 pounds so i i i've heard about some weirder things in hollywood but but not many not many well not many it is strange well let us bust into some of the news this week and we are going right to the uh auditioner himself mr kanye west uh well let's start with he had dinner with tristan thompson this week uh page six had a funny headline and said kardashian rejects dine together it was tristan thompson kanye west a girl that Tristan brought. And it looks like the new model that Kanye is dating, that is a replica of Kim Kardashian, all have dinner at the Setai Hotel in Miami. Um, you know, they were friends before. So this isn't, you know, out of that. It's weird. It doesn't seem like they're colluding and conspiring. But I sort of think it's nice for these two guys who, while they may have wronged their women in many, many ways, sort of get to catch up and talk about this experience that only they know about?
1: You know, whilst they do have a very unique experience dating Kardashian sisters and being under the thumb of, say, Kris Jenner, I did find the timing really odd, and I did feel like it was shady town. Like, it's not the time for these two to be seen in public dining together. Maybe, like, go over to each other's homes or hotels or whatever, but, like, if they didn't want to be seen, they would have done it much more under the radar, and I think that there's some shade happening.
0: I absolutely agree. This dinner was for a reason. It was in public for a reason. Well, there's lots more going on with Kanye this week. After calling out Pete and trying to get Kim Kardashian from attaining her single status, a judge has ruled in favor of Kim and made her legally single, but that is not the only outstanding issue in their divorce. The big issue remaining is that Kim and Kanye's divorces over child custody Nothing shocking for a divorce, especially in Hollywood, and Kanye's new lawyer hedged in court on Tuesday on how it will shake out. We are told it's highly likely that it will end up that Kim will be the home base and Kanye can see his four kids pretty much whenever he chooses. Sources with direct knowledge tell TMZ that based on Kanye's schedule, which involves significant global travel, the typical custody agreement spells out in detail who gets the kids and when um, it is impractical. So for instance, if they've attended birthday parties and other functions together as a family without any kind of formal structure, then they'd be able to create a structure for Christmas. Thanksgiving and other holidays, but pretty much Kanye can just go see the kids whenever he wants to. It is a, quote, open door policy when it comes to custody. And of course, Kanye will get the kids every Sunday for his Sunday service. Now, th- th- this new reporting about Kanye and Kim's divorce, I think, is finally going on the up and up. Kanye was trying to stop her from be- being single with his own lawyer. It seemed very bitter and vindictive and it sort of seems to be shaking out like we expected of them.
1: I just feel bad for these kids. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, he's their dad. And it's almost like remember when um, Chris Martin took Apple and Moses out to lunch and they were seen eating like burgers and fries and everyone was like, oh, my God, they're free from when it's like having to eat vegetarian or super, uber healthy or whatever. Yeah. And I just kind of like feel for these kids that, you know, they're going to see their father just go to Sunday service, like where he's like proselytizing. It, It just feels really Sad to me because whilst this is a Hollywood marriage and Hollywood marriages end, it's like there are four kids involved, and are they? They ever going to have a normal relationship with their father? Super sad. I mean, I'm very, very happy that Kim finally got that decree.
0: I'm so glad it seemed really they're just separated, they're divorced. She can't be made legally single. I was really, really feeling for her at that time. And it sounds like they're making headway and things are getting good. But if we remember back to Stormy and Chicago's birthday party, that didn't go very <laughs> yes.
1: smoothly.
0: So I don't know. And of course, early this week, Kanye. Uh, tried to have all of his social media posts uh, withdrawn from evidence saying that Kim could not bring them up in a court because she can't prove that he wrote them even though he held up a yellow notepad confirming that the Instagram posts were his but you know if if I were Kanye's lawyer I would try to get his social media posts thrown out so no shame in the game on that one
1: my god I would never ever ever want to be Kanye West's lawyer that's a tough job
0: That sounds like a tough job. Lots of uh, different decisions. Late night calls. Good luck to Samantha. Well, let's move on to the Queen. Now we were terrified for the Queen's health, as I always sort of am a little bit. Uh, but Charles has given an update on her road to recovery following her COVID nineteen diagnosis. Charles said on Tuesday during a visit to Southend on Sea, England, for its City Day, sharing with its well wishers that his mother was on the mend. He told Hello Magazine that she uh, well. Hello Magazine inquired about the Queen's health, and he said, uh, "Sorry, she." He said i asked the prince about his mother and and he said she's a lot better now it was very mild it was a bit worrying as the queen is getting on a bit but i think she's absolutely wonderful um he said so prince charles Sorry. He's absolutely wonderful, he said. So, Prince Charles also told another royal reporter um, how his mum was, and she said she only got slight COVID and she is okay. Now, the Queen was seen for the first time since testing positive for coronavirus on Tuesday when photos were released from two virtual meetings with incoming foreign ambassadors that she conducted from our Windsor Castle home. And on Sunday, Queen Elizabeth reunited with some of her grandchildren and great grandchildren in a special outdoor visit on the grounds of Winter Castle. She met up with William and Kate, their three children um, all at the uh, soaking in the winter sunshine at the Fogmore House. Princess Beatrice was also there with her five-month-old daughter, Sienna, and I think that's just adorable. Now, Gwen, I know you're happy the queen is on the mend and she only had a slight case of COVID.
1: I'm so, so, so happy, and I don't think that it was ever confirmed if the queen had been boosted, but I'm certain that she was because that's why her COVID was mild. All of those rumors that Charles exposed his mother to COVID <laughs> simply to nab the throne. That's all fiction, obviously. You know, I love when they hang out at Windsor Castle. That's where Harry and Meghan got married, actually at Frogmore House. And it's just so sweet. They're just one big happy, fam- happy family in like a, a tiny little house, you know. Um, it's very cute. I'm glad she's on the mend. I loved seeing her doing those virtual meetings and it's business as usual up at the firm.
0: And the firm is taking good care of her health because for a woman of any age above 75, she is fit as a fiddle. She looks amazing. Long live the queen as they say. Well, someone who doesn't seem to be having a long life in reality television is Jen Shaw. This, uh, her, (laughs) the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City star has just been slammed by the courts, even though she's trying to sidestep it in every way. Of course, Jen Shaw has allegedly, but like really allegedly, allegedly charged with conspiracy to commit fraud and wire fraud in connection with the telemarketing and conspiracy firm to commit money laundering. This was pretty much she would call up people usually above the age of 85 and tell them about investment opportunities and steal all their money. But now Jen Shaw wants Kim Kardashian on her legal team. Seems like a great idea. Kim said, people thought I was joking around when I was like, do we need Kim Kardashian on our legal team? I was dead serious. She said during an episode of the Housewives of Salt Lake City, um, Jen Shaw noted that she has mad respect for Kim Kardashian, who started advocating for criminal justice and prison reform after kicking off her law school journey in 2018. Now, Kim has passed the baby bar in December 2021 on her fourth try. And she noticed we helped Alice Johnson from, um, from jail three years prior. And she has been you know, advocating on behalf of typically Black and Brown people who have been locked up on minor drug offenses or DNA kits didn't come in. Kim Kardashian clearly has a niche of people who are locked up for bad reasons. And it seems wild to me that Jen Shaw would even consider herself in this group group.
1: Well, yeah, here's the thing. Um, I have mad respect for Kim Kardashian that she studied and studied and studied for the baby bar and finally passed it and that she has these um, aspirations to really do good in the world. Uh, But let's just all agree that she's probably not one of the greatest legal minds in the nation. However, it doesn't shock me that Jen Shah, a D-list reality star, would be looking towards another reality star to defend her
0: just makes the jen shaw of it all it just makes no <laughs> sense kim's kim just passed the baby bar a couple months ago jen shaw is on some huge huge charges looking at 20 years in jail maybe more and she wants kim kardashian to be her lawyer is it just out of fashion does she just yeah. want to make it a spectacle i just i don't understand what's going on in jen's head Britney Spears is finally speaking out. Gwen, our dreams have been answered because <laughs> Britney Spears has been given her own voice through a book deal. Now, this has already been announced. There is $15 million in it for Britney for this book, and Us Weekly has some exclusive details about what is gonna be in it. A source tells us that Britney has been negotiating the terms of her book deal since the first week the conservatorship was lifted. She has been through interviews with several ghostwriters. She's interviewed about 15 and there are three expected to work on the book. Brittany is very involved in the content of the book. She wants her to- story told through her own experiences. And we're hearing the book will largely focus on her experience in the conservatorship, but other portions will highlight her time growing up in the limelight, the, success- the successes and struggles with all of that. We're also hearing good news. The book will be done in the next six weeks and then go through edits. They want to stay on the momentum of Of the story and get the book out as soon as possible. Now, how excited are you for this news, Gwen?
1: (laughs) I am really excited. I wonder who is ghostwriting her book. I'm hoping that it's our friend Kevin O'Leary, you know, who goes to ghost wrote um, several, celebrity, several celebrity books, including Jessica Simpsons and also Gabrielle Union's and um, yeah. uh, he he's he's brilliant. I don't know who's writing this book for Britney, but I hope that they are um, putting fingers to typewriters as we speak. And it's going to happen. I got to tell you, as you know, Travis, You and I, we were like president and vice president of of the Free Britney movement. I'm very happy that Britney is free. However, I'm starting to get a little worried about her. I don't know if you saw that she posted a series of nude photos at the beach in the water this week. Uh, It makes me worry. But then she came out and defended them, posting... Alrighty then folks, showing my bod in French Polynesia as a rebel and free woman, all in caps. (laughs) She captioned this on Tuesday, March 1st in an Instagram post going on to say, I will do big letters because I think that means it's important and I don't want to be left out showing things of importance so one can only hope that this book will contain many things of importance and also that britney will maybe um put her clothes on keep your clothes on girl keep your clothes on keep your hair looking beautiful Stay calm.
0: I am sort of fine with her nude selfies that she's posting, but I had a problem with is sort of the rants about her family with frozen hot chocolate that didn't make any sense. But then I did see a TikToker who uh, did a little translation about Southern speak. And she's like, for all of you who are reading Britney's Instagrams and don't understand because there's no periods or anything anywhere. She broke it down how a southerner would say it. And I will say it made a lot more sense when she gave (laughs) it that southern twang and told it like she was just casually telling a story and not written. So I am actually a little less worried for Brittany, even though every part of her is being posted on Instagram. She told us she's not that innocent. Get on, roll in the beach with your hot boyfriend, show it all off. When we're going to cover war on the podcast, because why not? Because we have <laughs> while wallet is very, very serious. We have a celebrity tie to it. Maxim Tremovsky, who of course was one of the main dancers from Dancing with the Stars, has safely returned to his home after escaping Ukraine. On Wednesday of this week, he was photographed at LAX, where he gave his wife, Peter Morgard, Mo- Peter who is also a dancer on Dancing with the Stars, a hug. Uh, they wed in 2017. They have a five-year-old son, Shy. And he told Entertainment Tonight after he fleed his home country, I just don't want to resent peace somewhere else because of what I just saw. But that's the reality. I don't really know what to say at this second when he arrived at the airport. So the specific details about how he got out of Ukraine are not known, but men in the age group of 18 to 60 have been prohibited from leaving the country under a mobilization error. Thousands of people have fled or tried to escape Ukraine amid warnings of a possibility possible refugee crisis. Uh, The week before, on February 24th, Maxim uploaded videos from Kiev where he had been filming the country's World of Dance series for which he serves as a judge. The same day, the Russian military began an invasion of Ukraine after uh, Vladimir Putin announced a special military operation. Now, during the days that followed, Maxim has been documenting his experience amid the Russian invasion on social media. Maxim said that at one point I got arrested. That was probably the least traumatizing moment of the whole thing as far as Ukraine is concerned. But for me, it was a reality check. We are not clear on how Maxim was detained or why, but he said later that day he he informed fans and followers that he was boarding a train to warsaw in poland in a 26 minute long instagram video they shared on tuesday detailing his 23 hour train ride and going 36 hours without sleep now this is so wild obviously this invasion of ukraine is terrible but he was just judging world of dance in ukraine and then had to flee the country it is wild
1: It's totally wild. I was wondering that about because, you know, the Ukrainians, the men age 18 to 60, have been asked to stay in the country. And I actually believe it's a legal decree that they must stay in the country to fight. Now, Maxim is a Ukrainian national, but his country of residence is the U.S. So I I believe that's how he got out. And, you know, it's interesting when an issue like this, that's hard news, kind of goes into Hollywood news. Yeah. I personally would have liked to have seen like how amazing would it have been if he would have stayed in Ukraine to fight? Um, That would have been an incredible story. But of course, I'm very happy for him and for Peter Murgatroyd that he is um, home safe.
0: Yeah, and I mean, staying there, bringing attention, fighting would have been great, but his wife and five-year-old son are in right. L.A., so he's got a SCOM. but it is, I, I also love when these real news sort of get carried over to the Hollywood sector because it gives us a different, a different, different lens to look at it, yeah. a different point of view, and a pretty celebrity that we can attach the same to, which makes it all a little bit easier for the American public to swallow and really pay attention to because it's a personal story versus just just an abject Notion of war and these people fleeing—they can really put a face to the crisis. Exactly. Well, the crisis may be averted in Hollywood, Gwen, and I'm talking about Jason Momoa and Lisa Bonet. They are possibly reconciling, which I am really, really happy about because I don't know why I'm so obsessed with this couple, but I ship so hard. It is a mega yacht type of ship. Now, not all love might be lost between Lisa and Jason because he was at the Batman premiere in New York City where he was supporting his stepdaughter. Zoe Kravitz, who, by the way, is looking amazing, amazing. in her YSL Cats. Oh, dead. Oh, dead. So good. Best movie premiere fits ever. Now, uh, Jason Momoa and Lisa Bonet announced their split in January after 16 years together and nearly five years of marriage. But Jason Momoa told E.T. at the night of the Batman premiere that they are, quote, still family. Now, Lisa Bonet couldn't make it to the premiere, but he attended with their two children, 14-year-old daughter Lola and 13-year-old Salah 13-year-old son, Nakoa Wolf. We are just so proud, he said, of Zoe Kravitz. Lisa couldn't be here, so we're representing me, and the babies are here. We're still a family, you know? And E.T. also reported that they may be reconciling. They still had a lot of love when they broke up, a source told them, and they might be getting back together. Now, I think that's just fun, and I don't know why I'm so obsessed with them. Maybe it's because they've been together for 16 years, and they just look so damn good together, but I'm happy to hear they could be reconciled. I completely
1: agree. I mean, I think that we're obsessed with them, Travis. I'm equally as obsessed as you are. And I think that we're obsessed with them because they just seem so real. They're not like, you know, Ozzy and Harriet. They're a couple who have their own style and they've shared this kind of very unique blended family. And they just seem like they really support each other in every way. And God, it would be amazing if they got back together. But I also support any type of positive relationship that they choose to have together and as a family. And I think that that's what we're gonna see moving forward.
0: Beautiful, love to see it. Well, another exciting Brad Pitt Love Life update, Gwen. We've been getting so many of these, but this one is a little bit different. There is a new rumor going around that Brad Pitt is dating drummer Lauren Brown, who is the drummer for artist Joy Downer. Now, sources tell Dumois that Lauren and Brad have been dating since the middle of last year. Brad attended Joy and Downer's Spoons gig last week in Santa Ana, and Lauren and Brad were apparently spotted canoodling most of the night. The source tells Dumois from the sighting, watching the makeout, that they are definitely exclusive and have been for months.
1: So- I don't know about that, Trav. I mean, listen, mm-hmm. Jumois gets some really good scoop, but they don't always get it right. And right. it just doesn't add up to me because where did the rumors come from about Licky Lee? Like, you know that I believe where there's smoke, there's salmon. So I don't, I just, I, I, I do definitely believe that he's hanging out out with this drummer girl yeah. and i love that i love a i love a female musician a female drummer awesome i love when anyone in hollywood if we've as we've talked about numerous times when anyone in hollywood dates someone who's like not on their level of a-list actor and kind of like just falls in love with a normal human and i think that they're hanging out they probably have been for as long as as this you know, person has said to Domois, but I don't believe for one second that they're exclusive. That is not adding up. Whatever it is, I hope that they're happy and that they're having some canoodling fun. I know I would be with William Bradley Pitt, so that is your weekly call, Bradley, Brad Pitt, call me.
0: Seriously, if anybody should be out there having fun and dating around just for the benefit of all other people, it's Brad Pitt. Of course. Throw yourself around. Do it for all of the people out there, including Gwen Flamberg. She is available for your DMs or send a raven. She does not care how you do it. (laughs) Well, Gwen, the sags were this past weekend. We love seeing the glamour back. There was so much of it. But I really want to know some of your favorite moments and what the hell happened with Selma Hayek?
1: Oh, my gosh. But that Selma Hayek moment was one of my favorite moments. But you guys, <laughs> the red carpet was next level. It was truly like glamorous back. It was a red carpet, the likes we haven't seen since before the pandemic. So go to usmagazine.com stylish and check out every look from the red carpet. But this thing that happened with Selma Hayek, it's captured perfectly on Fran Drescher's instagram if you haven't seen it check it out (laughs) or of course you can see the replay on usmagazine.com stylish but backstage, Salma Hayek, who was wearing an incredible pink Gucci gown with gloves, pin dot net gloves, very '90s, with this fabulous makeup that um, had a lot of color, a teal eyeliner, super obsessed with it. You got to check it out. So she was passing by Fran Drescher, and her glove got stuck to the shoulder, some sort of embellishment that was on Fran Drescher's dress. And while the, the handler from
0: flushing, of course, she yes, exactly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> while handlers were unsticking them they had this delightful conversation that was caught on video where fran drusher in all of her Natty Fran accent uh, was telling Selma how, you know, she loves bumping into her. Um, they bumped into each other once in Paris on the boulevard Saint-Germain. And remember that and Selma got so excited. And it was really just like two girlfriends having a chat. And Selma looks so sincere. It is just the most fun conversation to peep. So go to usmagazine.com slash and check it out. Of course, handlers got them free. Salma's fishnet gloves did not tear, everything remained intact and fabulous. And I'm sure that their friendship is forged stronger than ever. I would like to see (laughs) Fran Drescher and Salma Hayek actually start a podcast together. They'd be incredible co-hosts.
0: Yes, they would. I would love it. Well, we will invite them on here and see if they will do a little maiden voyage with us today. (laughs) I can hear Fran Drescher's voice all the time. I feel like no one thinks about that, that we've we've attended a lot of these events. And the thing no one thinks about is celebrities do get stuck together a lot because of embellishing beating fringe, there is not a lot of space in here, especially when it's like the Oscars, the Golden Globes, SAG Awards, they're tight quarters. And I feel like people don't know a lot that celebrities do always get entangled together. It's a big part of award shows.
1: I mean, wardrobe malfunctions happen. They happen to us and
0: stars (laughs) are just like us. I've heard that somewhere and I think it's true. These stars aren't just like us because they're about to get Boxy, because it's time for celebrity birthday boxing mania. <laughs> this has yes, been a busy week,
1: Travis. I'm ready to get some aggression out. That's what
0: we like to see. Get this aggression out through these celebrities in our fictional boxing ring. All right, Glenn, we are gonna start it off with two reality stars formerly of MTV, who are about the same age. We have Jay WoW, who is 36 yeah. this week, versus Whitney Port, who is 37 this week.
1: Oh. Oh, well, sweet, sweet Whitney Port. She looks great in clothes, has excellent hair, but we all know that Wow would just pummel her.
0: <laughs> we do. We do. So sorry to Whitney Port. You looked great in the ring, but you'd never had a chance. <laughs> all right. The next bout is a little bit harder. We have Bryce Dallas Howard, who is 41 this week, versus Catherine O'Hara or Moira Rose, who is 68 this week.
1: I mean, these two, they would absolutely have equal respect respect for each other. I mean, Bryce Dallas Howard, she always tells it like it is. She's from Hollywood royalty. She, of course, you know, knew, learned how to run from dinosaurs in Jurassic Park several times over. (laughs) However, Moira Rose, you know, when she went to some far Eastern European country to shoot the bird movie, (laughs) she definitely (laughs) learned some skills and she would just claw Bryce's eyes is
0: right out wow the crowing. kathra o'hara takes out bryce daly happy days (laughs) are not here to stay for bryce dallas howard today that is a rough way to go out all right well after that dramatic and feather-filled bout (laughs) we have our third one we have eva mendes who is 48 years old i didn't know she was that old because she looks like she's damn 25.
1: Um, she nabbed the hottest man in Hollywood. All right, go she, on, go
0: on. Okay, so she's 48 this week versus Dakota Fanning, who is 28 this week.
1: All right, Dakota Fanning, sweet an excellent actress, lovely and delightful. But let's just say that Ava Mendez's girlfriend knows how to fight because she <laughs> fought off every other lady in Hollywood to marry Ryan Gosling. Are they Fair. married or are they just together? I they're don't know
0: just together. They've
1: got two kids. She won.
0: Yeah, they've got two kids. Common law marriage by this point in California. So they're pretty together. <laughs> yeah. Well, we have a three way battle. We have Jay Wow, fresh off of her knockout of Whitney Port that took about two seconds. Catherine O'Hara as the crowing caca <laughs> and Eva Mendez. That is thirty 36, 68, and forty eight. Wow. Wow.
1: Well, you know, as much as I think Catherine O'Hara, should win. Ava Mendez, again, I mean, she's just, she even looks like she could win in a scrappy fight, even Jaywell. So I, I think agree. that Ava Mendez has has got to take this one. Happy birthday, girl. Happy
0: birthday, Eva Mendez, 48 years old. I think Eva Mendez is like Jennifer Garner that they just look so strong that I feel like they could beat anybody in Absolutely. this ring. Fight me. They could beat anyone <laughs> in Hollywood. I wish their birthdays were out the same. Maybe we'll do a winner's circle one year where there's not a lot of celebrity birthdays <laughs> Well, thank you it. so much to my host, Gwen, for helping me spill all of this piping hot slip tea this week. Again, this is Travis Cronin, Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood Podcast, with your weekly peek into the glamour, glitter, fashion, fame of your favorite celebrities, because after all, Gwen, they're, they're just, just like, like
1: us. us. Yes, All right, are. we did it better without Sarah. We missed her, but we did it better without her.
0: Yeah, we did. Well, congratulations to Eva Mendes and to us. And we'll be back next week with more of the hottest gossip from Hollywood. Thank you guys for listening.